Hi, welcome to Tamiwa Oluen Podcast. Thanks for downloading, and as you listen, you are guaranteed an encounter with the word. Amen. All right, Second Timothy chapter two. Second Timothy chapter two, from verse nineteen to twenty-one. Second Timothy chapter two, from verse nineteen to twenty-one. It says, nevertheless. God's solid foundation stands firm, sealed with this inscription. So he's telling you there's an inscription on God's foundation. It's not just an any foundation. The Lord knows those who are his. So all of us that are gathered here, the pastor can call you members of the church, but only God can call you members of his own household. Everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from what? From wickedness. In a large house, there are articles of not only gold and silver, but of also wood and clay. This is going to be a teaching for another day as the Holy Spirit inspires me. Everybody is always chasing after the gold and silver. Forget that the wood and the clay still has value. So all of us cannot be gold and silver. As a matter of fact, if... I want to act like a true Nigerian who is just comfortable. I would rather stick with the wood and the clay. Because gold and silver will go through a lot of fire. And the truth of the matter is, as rugged as Nigeria is, or as rugged as Nigerians are, too many of us get frustrated when we see fire coming. And when I'm explaining fire, I'm not talking about the literal fire. I'm talking about hard times. I'm talking about what? Hard times. Not too many of us can sustain hard times. A friend of mine said to me, actually, it's Mr. Wally that said to me, he said, it's easier to remain poor and die poor than to be wealthy and be poor again. He said, you will kill yourself faster than that. That's why people commit suicide. So everybody's chasing gold and silver. But you should be ready to go through the hard times, the fire. But that's a teaching for another day. Some are for noble purposes and some ignoble. If a man cleanses himself from the latter, now the latter is not talking about the clay or silver or gold or the, the, or, the, or the wood. It's talking about cleansing yourself from wickedness. It will be an instrument for what? Noble purposes. Made holy, useful to the master and prepared to do any good work now give me genesis chapter 13 from verse 14 to 15 genesis chapter 13 from verse 14 to 15 the lord said to hebra now not abra hebra so he has not had the change of name here he has not received the promise he has not received the covenant this is just a blessing and let me explain this to you there's a difference between blessing and covenant Covenant means it extends to your next generation. Blessing means it sticks with you alone. That's why you find some men who are very rich and when they die, you see their children suffering. It's because the blessing was only attached to their name. It was not a covenant. That's why when you go for some certain churches program, especially churches like Winners, you hear covenant of blessing. There is a covenant of blessing and there is blessing. So I beseech you in this house today, do not pray for blessing, but pray for the covenant of blessing. So that not just you alone because even the bible made us understand that there is a time to walk and there is a time to rest 
an 87 year old grandmother that I have cannot be rushing to work at 8 a.m. But if she does not have a covenant of blessing, her children and grandchildren will be suffering, and she also at old age, what will happen? She'll be suffering. But if it's a covenant of blessing, by the time you're resting, you have people that can still be bringing you the blessing because it's a covenant. Another word for covenant is flow. Someone say flow. Flow. So he had not received the covenant here. There is no change of name. The Lord said to Abraham, after Lot had parted from him, follow me, lift up your eyes from where you are. Not where I'm taking you to. Lift up your eyes from where you are. Look not south, east and west. Verse 15. All the land that you see, not the land that I show you. All the land that you do what? That you see. So in the course of my teaching, you will understand that there is value to your sight and what you see. That's why you must be very careful in the environment where you decide to habitate. You want to raise children as kings and queens. Then you don't stay in the hood. If you want to raise a thug in this city of Ibadan as a parent, don't stay in Oluyole. Don't stay in Jericho. There are free accommodations at Molete, Bere, Ojaba Gate. Trust me. Trust me. They will accommodate you. And your child does not even need to do one year there. Within a week. If you have never seen the hand of God before, you will see it in a week. You see it in a week. All the land that you see, I will give you. And what? Your offspring forever. You will see in this place that God could not say anything to Abraham until Lot had parted ways with him. in the course of my teaching today I will make you understand that there are certain things that need to part ways with you before God can speak so if you're following me closely listen you would not hear the next voice of God until you have parted ways with Lord on Friday when I was having home training I made them understand Lot is one thing that is very difficult to part away with many of the times don't picture Lot as your brother or your sister no in this case for Abraham Lot was more like maybe a nephew or niece I don't know how to even call it many of the time your Lot could be your thought Your lot could be what? Could be your thought process. So let me start this morning by letting you know that the foundation for a solid communication with God is in the space of association. You want a solid communication with God. Then you must pay close attention to what you are associated with. Divine intervention is always filtered by the environment. 
You can never hear the voice of God in the space of wickedness. So in other words, certain challenges are not spiritual problems, but environmental problems. You are too quick to address certain issues in your family, forgetting that this one is not springing from your family. This one is an environmental problem. Look at Psalm 1 verse 1. Let's read it. Psalm 1 verse 1. Can you put it on the screen for me? It says, Blesses the man who does not walk in what? In the counsel of the wicked. Nor stand in the ways of sinners. So now let me read Tomorrow's translation for you. Cost is the man who walks in the counsel of the wicked. Now is this a spiritual problem? No. Is this a family problem? No. This is association problem. Environmental problem. Christians, one of the biggest gifts you should also embrace is the sending spirit. To be able, see, it's good enough to discern people, discern your environment too. It's good enough to discern people. In fact, we Christians easily discern people. See that girl? Our ways are not pure. Okay, what about discerning if your own environment is pure? That's why before I go to any place, a new house, a new car, anything, I don't care if it's fairly used, I don't care if people are staying there, but God has just blessed me in such a way that every apartment I move to, I'm always the first person to stay there. So I establish a covenant there. But just in case you are not the first to stay there, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So don't just be quick to enter a two-bedroom and start arranging. Enter. In the name of the Lord. You bought new shoes. Yes, it looks new. Nobody has worn it. It's inside the park. <laughs> Listen, before you put your leg inside, blessed is this leg in the name of the Lord. My father told me a story about his own father. And naturally, that was what killed his father. His father is so quick to go and be buying land. Very quick. Any land he wants to buy, he goes. And trust me, he wasn't really a strong Christian. That's why my dad will always say, wicked people know wickedness. Trust me, light knows light. Darkness knows darkness. Okay. He said this very day, him and his father went to a particular piece of land in Ogo State. And immediately the father crossed the particular line. The father said, ah, what to get me? My father was like, what happened? Ah, he said, they've put something here. So he told my father to stay back. That you stay back. He said, since I've already crossed it, whatever will happen, let it happen to only me. That's only his father. It wasn't up to two weeks. The legs started getting swollen. They said they saw manner of things inside. His blood is not turned to water. Blah, blah, blah. They didn't do two months. He died. But he made my father understand that the cause of his death from, was from the land where he went to. How did he get across the land? His friend introduced him to that land. So all of us are always quick. Say, ah, I want to go and buy land. Four acres, five acres, six plot, this day, new apartment, this day. Listen, go in the name of what? The Lord. 
that is the agent does not mean he likes your destiny that is the landlord <laughs> does not mean he's on your side certain welfare are not spiritual problems but environmental battles now listen the space of every man is the foundation for many things so any environment that is filled with wickedness would not hear the voice of God and you need to know that certain revelation will not burst forth until you have parted ways with Lot Lot could be filthy thought process Lot could be unhealthy relationship. Lot could be demonic entanglement. Lot could be unclean and bloody possession. Some people have in their space unclean things. Unclean things. Some people have some demonic entanglement. And one thing I've come to realize about demonic oppression is that the person who is oppressed knows. The person who is oppressed knows. In fact, there was a teaching I went for where this person said, many of the times you might need to activate your faith to know if you have the Holy Spirit. But he said, demonic oppression, you know you have it. All of a sudden, I just see you and hate you and curse you. You are possessed. You didn't do anything. It happens a lot. If you go to, if you just go and do two days in a local garage anywhere in the southwest, you will see. In fact, you, they don't need to describe a witch or a wizard to you. You will see one because the conductor is not giving you chain. The next thing is that you curse his father and curse his mother. On top, find find out how much the change is. It's not change of five thousand. Is that that's impossible? Many of the times they change is probably 10 naira, 15 naira, 5 naira. And it's not that they need the change, they just want to prove a point. You begin like, oh, they me jail. Over how much? So if they now scam you 1 million, what happens? The entire Nigeria should just take off. Because you declare war. So because of 15 naira, you are. I don't, I don't need you don't need anybody to tell me this person does not have the Holy Spirit because it's two spirit a demonic spirit or what or the Holy Spirit the two cannot operate together and one cannot bow for the other anyhow you want to interpret that statement demonic spirit will not want to bow to the Holy Spirit so it parts ways the same with the Holy Spirit will not bow to a demonic spirit Every time light is trying to look for darkness, it can't find it. Anytime darkness too is trying to look for light, they can't find it. If you read it in the book of John, it says this light shines so bright that darkness is over. Darkness cannot comprehend it. So you can't tell me I'm a Christian. Then on Tuesday, I challenge God, you are cursing. You are showing yourself. The funny thing is they don't even beat their leg, it's chest. Come on, why chest? Why not head? Light shines in your direction when you have parted ways with Lot. 
And communication, divine communication, is only guaranteed when you are parted ways with Lot. When Lot is no longer in the picture. So, I, I, I need to explain this. Because that's one thing that most people don't understand in church. People think faith and revelation is the same thing. It's not. It's not. And for the sake of this teaching, I decided to make it very simple. Faith is what you know and what you believe. Are you with me this morning? Faith is what you know and what you believe. Revelation is what he knows and reveals to you. That's the difference. That's the difference. So on home, at, at, at Friday home training, I explained to them that too many of us, we get entangled with our scriptures. That says if you have faith as little as a mustard seed, you can move mountains. But the question I want to ask you, after you have moved the mountains, what next? After you have moved that mountain, what next? And many of the times you don't need to move the mountain. If particularly you know what's behind the mountain. And faith will never make you see what is behind the mountain. Faith will only empower you to remove the mountain. And after you remove the mountain, you just walk away. Mountain is gone. But revelation makes you see what is behind the mountain. So my pastor in Houston would tell me that why are you complaining about a child that is stubborn? Why don't you deal with what is behind the stubbornness? Why are you complaining about a wife that nags? There is more to the nagging. No woman nags when money is on the table. Never. I've never seen one. I've never seen one. Never seen. Never seen. Never seen. Slap a woman with a blank check. She'll kiss you. Trust me. Trust me. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. Let her be complaining from morning to night. Just enter the kitchen and say, that's my ATM. 2462. Forget it. Forget it. You just see her coming behind you, hugging you. And it's not that I'm, I'm trying to complain. In fact, that's the part of the scripture that I believe money answered all things. Amen. If I'm down to in-laws, they don't like you. They don't like to see your face. You to stop going there with bike. Stop going there with bike. Stop. stop it. Stop it. If you have to go and rent a car for a day, rent it. Rent it. Rent it. Just go. Don't park outside. Don't tell them to open the gate yourself. Because if you tell them to open the gate, that won't turn to pride. Park. Enter the compound. Park well. Stay in the car for a few minutes. Pretend like you are charging your phone. The father that hardly comes out of the room to greet you, he will come outside first to find out who owns the car. Secondly, to bless the car that you went to rent. Then thirdly, to 
you some things that you don't know about the car. Say, ah, Lexus. Ah. Just just be acting. Keep acting. Just keep acting. You realize that the conversation and the relationship will change. But why they are not giving you attention is because you are going with a bike. And when you are there, you are announcing. You don't need to announce. Shake your key and stand up. Because when you announce him, I want to go. Move him alone. You are indirectly asking for transport fee. You go. Once you shake your key, they say, Ah, alright, so Joel, I'm at you. You respect. 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 Can I have your say? Faith is what you know and what you believe. Revelation is what God knows and reveals to you. Revelation is the first key to strategic vision. As a matter of fact, revelation enhances power. So all this one that people are saying, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, I'm power, I'm filled with power. Listen, revelation is what enhances what? Power. That's why I will never be in the class of men of God that have to struggle. I, I hear some people say, I fast 60 days before I started a crusade. I fasted 70 days. No, that's cool. That's cool. But listen, when you have revelations about some things, your approach will be different. It's the truth. It's the truth. In fact, I can take you down to the line of Jesus. The Bible says Jesus was tempted by the devil. Now the devil was the one taking Jesus to and fro. The only reason why Jesus could be following the devil like houseboy to master because at that point the devil was the master. Jesus was not houseboy. Was because Jesus had revelation. So when the devil said turn this stone to bread, what did he say? He said man shall not live by bread alone. Revelation. But if you don't have that revelation you wake up from the sleep where the devil served you stone and you turned it to bread then you are running to pitons. Pitons. Ha. Ah, they started again. Hey, hey. It's just seven days fasting I'm doing you know, and the devil came with stone. I need special prayers. I need deliverance. Trust me. Like Pastor Chris will say, bring the food in the dream. We eat it together. The worst that can ever happen is I'll go to the restroom. But that I will not be panicking because of some... Oh, come on. Listen, if you sleep hungry, there's a likelihood you'll eat in the dream. Two days, don't eat. Go and sleep. They will bring all kinds of food. Now, listen. If you are the type... Now, this one is very strategic. If you are the type that knows how to pull things from the spiritual realm into the physical, like Ududua, there's a likelihood that you are eating that chicken in the dream. You will find pieces of the bone in your teeth. It's not spiritual. You hate it. You hate it. They didn't wake up in the middle of the night to put bone there. You hate it. That's, that's to let you know how powerful you are. That you can transport things from the spiritual. So the next time you see bone come on your mouth after you ate in the dream, just tell God, say, wow, what a revelation. Now I know how powerful I am. Just be, just be teleporting. Be going. Don't go to restaurant alone. No. Just anywhere, just be going. Revelation is the major key to the manifestation of power. That's why sometimes you go for meetings and you're hearing great men of God teaching and they are manifestations of power. They are not touching those people, but they are manifestations of power. 
just as I'm teaching right now, there's manifestation of power. You don't have to see somebody fall, but once your eyes is open, that's manifestation. That's manifestation. When Jesus laid hands on the blind man, he said, can you see? What did he say? He said, I'm seeing men like trees. Jesus said, ah, if I don't correct this, this guy will turn to something else. Because the, the only person that sees men like trees is who? It's God. So at that point, that guy was already like God. God said, ah, let me correct this thing. Let me bring him back to the fourth setting. Lay hands on him again. Wash them. He said, what do you see? He said, now nah, I see clearly. There is nothing wrong in seeing men like trees. It's not blurry vision. No. Those are the kind of people that you see in your Marvel movies that, that will look at you and say, ah, ah. can't you see what's behind her? What's behind her? I can't see. Ah, ah. There's a tortoise behind her. You are seeing tortoise. The other person is just seeing normal skirt. That should let you know that we are not seeing on the same level. But trust me, if he says he's seeing tortoise, there's a real tortoise there. Like my grandmother would say, it's not everybody that is a human being. I'm telling you the truth. I'm not trying to scare you. Not everybody is what? It's a human being. The person sitting next to you can be a lizard. And in your own mind of mind, you think you have the same wife. So by the time she demonstrates and manifests in the middle of the night, after you are married, two years, they don't do it on the first day of marriage, it's like second year or third year, when they know that you don't have anywhere you are going to again. Say, didn't you know I was a lizard before you married me? How would I know you are a lizard? <laughs> That's why we pray that the Lord opens the eyes. You would always need to put yourself in the place where God can show you revelations. Pastor Chris will always tell us in a meeting, what God wants to give you is not a miracle. What God wants to give you is not money. What God wants to give you is not healing. What God wants to give you is not a car. What God wants to give you, he wants to give you his word in your spirit. Because once you have God's word in your spirit, you can produce anything. You can produce everything. You need to always put yourself in a place where God can show you what's behind the mountain. There's always something behind the mountain. And this morning I'm teaching about turning mountains to miracles. Somebody say turning mountains to miracles. There is always something behind the mountain. But the challenge most times is that we don't know how to leverage our disappointment to our advantage. And this has crippled many Christians, many of us even in church. If you want to enjoy God, if you want to see your mountains turn to miracles, you can't afford to be a pessimist. You can't afford to be a pessimist. A pessimist is a person that is always filled with all sorts of negativity. There's a reason why God cannot give you two cars. What I'm about to say will shock some people. There's a reason why God can never, never give you two cars. Because that one he has given you, you already have high blood pressure. Any slightest sound at 2 a.m. Your wife will ask you, what's that? Say, 
So if he now gives you four, you will not sleep. You'll be up all night. And God knows that if you're up all night, at least be praying, be worshipping, be studying. Umba, his car you are watching. You are inside the mall or inside the store. You parked your car by the road. Ordinary, bam! You say, eh? What do you mean? One slightest bash like this, you. The day I got shocked the most in this city of Ibadan, they bashed the, a, a man's car, I think around to bear. And they came out of the car and sat by the side of the road. And they started crying. I'm telling you the truth. We see all sorts of things on the road. I don't need to ask him why I was crying. I'm sure that guy is his life savings. Maybe his pension. Old man, just cry. You eat my car? And I will come out of the road and be crying. That's a waste of time. The first thing is I'll look for a mechanic that can fix it. That can fix it. That's the reason why God will never give some people big houses. He will never give you. And that's the reason why God will not give some people money. No matter how much you pray for spirit money, no matter how much you are connected to this house, money will not enter your hand. I'll tell you why. Because nothing had entered your hand yet. You have borrowed from the entire city. And you cannot account for it. You meet somebody who is rich today. The first thing that comes to your mind is, ah, What about having a reasonable conversation with that person? Because many of the times, what will change a man's life is just a conversation. If Dangote walks in here, I can bet you, I know ladies, they might want to take pictures. But I know guys. That's the day we remember that he has one toothbrush in his car that he needs to sell. He will just bring it. Ah, sir, Dangote, sir, this toothbrush is Dubai. Uh, we supply, we deliver, we do nationwide delivery. Uh, we can package in 24 hours. You that does not sell anything before. That's when you call your friend. Hello, hello. Show him that one shirt. Dangote, Your friend is rushing, coming with shirt. Dangote, will you buy shirt? Will you buy shirt? Anytime I meet somebody whose class is above mine, I want to relate with them to ignite a relationship with them. I am not after what is inside their pocket. Because what is in their pocket is just for the season. It's for a season. It's for a season. It's for a season. How do I know this? Go and check out all those politicians that come back to say they want to recontest for a post. My uncle will say it. They are broke. It's the truth. They are broke. If you have money, if you have money, and money is flowing for you steady, politics is not your next line of action. In fact, you want to sponsor people. But when you see them trying to come back, they are really, really broke. Check all of them out on the news. A pessimist is always looking for what is not working. A pessimist only sees the mountain and turns back. A pessimist is always blinded and clouded. They are the people that once you share an idea with them, they have given you a thousand reasons why that idea will not come to pass. Don't you think you should start selling barbecue and asun in front of the mall? Ah, mall. Hmm. In this Ibadan. Hmm. You won't walk, oh. Hmm. 
Even the ones that are selling, they are not selling. Because that mall is crowded. Nobody will buy it. Barbecue is not selling. Somebody will give you an idea. Have you sat down? Many of the times, if the person is saying barbecue, there is more to the barbecue. There is more. How do I know this? I'll use my life as a very practical example. The Lord said to me, go back to the city of Ibadan and start a church. All I had was church. Start a fellowship. Start a ministry. THN church. He didn't tell me there will be protocol. He didn't tell me there will be John's light. He didn't tell me there will be kids church. He didn't tell me there will be instrumentalists. All I had was what? Church. He didn't tell me that I will have to buy camera. If you had told me that, I probably would have stayed there longer. He didn't tell me I have to pay for venue. He didn't tell me I have to do all of this. So that's just the way it is. Go and start selling barbecue. There is more to the barbecue. Why don't you sit down and say, what's behind this barbecue that this person keeps telling me? What if the person really does not mean barbecue and means something else? But barbecue is just the only way the person can use to explain it. But you've already condemned the barbecue. That's why you are still stuck in front of that mountain. Give me 2 Kings. 2 Kings chapter 6 from verse 13 to 17. 2 Kings from verse 6 to 13 to 17. Yeah. He said, go find out where he is. That's the king. So I sent men and captured him. The report came back. He is in Dothan. That's about Elisha. Verse 14. Then he sent horses and chariots and a strong force there. They went by night and surrounded the city. One man just one man and they surrounded the city that's to let you know that many of the times if your goal is in a particular city that's why that city will be going through a hard time because they don't want you to discover the gold and when i mean gold i'm talking about your prosperity have you not realized that many of the mega pastors that we have here in nigeria are moving out of nigeria and all of a sudden god is raising young people to take over the system this God is an awesome wonder. We expect these mega pastors to be here. But guess what? They've moved over. You know them. Then God is raising young, young guys. Now the funny thing is that some of them are not trying to come back. Some of them are trying to ignite relationship with these young pastors. Ah, I like your passion for ministry. Can you organize a program? I will come and minister. This, this, that. But sir, you are the, you are the flag bearer of this thing when you are in your city. That's why when I was talking to one of my covenant brothers, he said, brother, let's be realistic. There is no gatekeeper again. Most of the gatekeeper are japa. It's the truth. It's the truth. In this Ibadan alone, go and count all the forefathers of Christian faith. They've all gone. Not dead. They've gone. They come to Ibadan probably once a year. Some of them have even moved their headquarters from here. They've moved it to Lagos. When God plants you in a place, it's for a time and a season. He sent horses and chariots and a trunk force there. They went by night and surrounded the city. Verse 15. When the servant of God got up and went out early the next morning. But my question is, why didn't they have me even attack him at night? Maybe they went there at night. And had me with horses and chariots that surrounded the city. Oh my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. 16. Do not be afraid. The prophet answered. Those who are what? With us. 
are more than those who are with them. The servant saw what? Chariots and army, forces. What did the prophet see? He saw his own army. 17. Then Elisha prayed, Oh Lord, do what? Open his eyes so he may see. Was he blind before? No. Open his eyes that he may what? That he may see. Then the Lord did what? Open the servant's eyes. That alone is to tell me that if you pray for your eyes to be open, it will be open. Because God could have said, wait, he's not mature. Wait, he has not done baptism. Wait, he has not done membership class. Wait, he's not filled with the Holy Spirit. Then the Lord opened the eyes. He looked and saw the hills full of what? Horses. They came with horses, strong men and army. See what God surrounded the hills with. Horses and chariots of what? Fire. Don't be a pessimist. See beyond what they tell you. The first difference between Elijah and the servant is that Elijah was looking for God in the scenario. The other guy, the servant, was counting the problems before them. Elisha was documenting miracles. The servant was analyzing the mountains. Our eyes will never see the same thing. Visions are defined differently and embraced differently. And I'm happy to announce to you, what is working for you is more than what you are working with. What is working for you is more than what you're working with. There is a mystery behind every tool in your hand. Abraham gave Lord the opportunity to choose the best of the best land. But listen, Human beings think they've chosen the best, but the best belongs to God. So when Lord thought he had picked the best portion of the land, the Lord said, now that he has parted ways with you, that's why I want to announce to some ladies here that he took your money does not mean he has taken your glory. That he jilted you does not mean you will, become a, you will not become a great mother the truth if this is for somebody here that he messed up with you does not mean that God cannot still glorify you so every time you go on Instagram and you are seeing his picture with his new wife and they are writing bliss forever happy days happy times and you, you are counting your own that ah, ah. so that's how he broke my heart and all that so my brother and my sister my sister in particular all follow him and follow those that make sense. Follow those that will add value to your life. Because I see this a lot with ladies. You hear ladies saying, I'll never get married. I won't trust a man again. Why? Because of one stupid boy. And there are a lot of sensible guys all around. Sensible guys here, yeah, please make some noise.
one stupid boy that you don't even know if the wife is lying about what she's posting on social media. Have your sin. I'm telling you the truth. So you think if the man is maltreating the wife, the wife will come on social media and say, see him maltreating me. Never. Never. So you want to kill yourself. You use 10 parastamol, 10 flagy, 10 tesses I clean. You didn't even drink it with water. You drank it with uh, kerosene. Drink it, I want to die. I'm tired of life. Why? Because I want to beat boy from Mugumosho. <laughs> you that your husband is still coming from outside the country. You want to die because of one Mugumosho guy. If you need to change your address, change your address. If you need to unfollow him, unfollow him. If you work in the same in the same workplace, tell them to transfer you. The more you are seeing his face, the more you will die before your time. In fact, when a better guy is coming, you will not see it. Because anytime the fresh looking guy is coming, you are still seeing the head of that stupid boy. It's the truth. Because let, let me say this, it's not a relationship class, but I just need to say. We are different kinds of men on the face of planet Earth. And many of us interpret love based on what has been exposed to us. Are you listening to me? So now you meet a normal random guy. The only way he wants to express love to you is by kissing because that's all he knows. And by the time you go and find out who this guy is, he might be a pastor's son. He's spirit-filled. But because of all the movies he's watched and what he has seen with his parents, the only way he can say I love you is kissing. Now, another guy is not a church person. He doesn't even care what does happening in church. But the only way he interprets love is by holding your hand. So you are like, why is this guy so boring? <laughs> you want to hug him, he's pushing you away. Now, he's not even a church person. I'm being honest. He's not a church person. So you're even asking him, ah, are you that spiritual that I can't touch you? No. Now, he's not even saying, wait till the wedding night. He does not just like touchy, touchy. As you are touching him, he's like mosquito. Touching him. So when you want to feed him, he's looking like, I can feed myself now. When you go out and you, you know, other people are hugging their boo and all that stuff, and you want to hug him, ah, God. It's not that he does not love you, but he grew up in a home whereby daddy and mommy has to fight before they enter the bedroom. So he's not used to holding, hugging. In fact, there are the times that if you are calling them babies, like my name is not baby. My name is John. Call me John. <laughs> Just because somebody messed up with you and treated you bad, you got hurt and all that stuff. Then a new guy is coming. Listen, the love language of the former guy and the new guy could be the same. But their intentions are always different. So you, you met a new guy now. And you're like, God, could he be the one? Show me signs. God is like, okay, I'll show you signs. Then the guy come. And the first day he says, I love you. And he pecks you. Like, ah! God, it's not the one. It was how Juwan did his own too. And guess what? He's being sincere. He's being sincere. 
Somebody will catch this revelation that I'm saying right now. But in your own mind of mind, you're like, God, if it's the one, we should be praying in the morning, we'll pray in the afternoon, we pray at night, every Thursday is fasting, he must show me a spiritual father, show me a spiritual father. It's saying everybody gets spiritual father. I must know his mentors, I must know how many books, he, he must be reading five books per day, for where? For, how many books? You that you are talking, how many do you read? He must not have few friends. He must not have many friends. He must just have one friend. No, he must not have bestie. Some guys have bestie. So what do you want to do? You want to die? You want to kill yourself? How many of the times the bestie is not even like bestie? The bestie can be their cousin, can be their maybe uh, sister or something. You should have asked questions, gather yourself, but you've zeroed everybody. Amen. See everybody. As this saying I used to tell my friends when I was in secondary school. Don't be heavenly conscious and heavenly irrelevant. Amen. It's not part of my sermon notes. Somebody just pulled that out of me. What must I do to turn mountains into miracles? Number one, you need a revelation. You need a what? A revelation. To get more revelation, you must spend time with God. God's strategic vision is big revelation. So if you are not seeing anything, it means you're not spending time with Him. If your situation is confusing, ask the Holy Spirit to open your eyes. When your eyes is open, your strategies are defined. This very rich guy in... Please, I don't know if he's watching. Not rich guy, rich daddy. Because he's old enough to give back to me. Uh, what's his name again? Uh, is it uh, Mike Otedola Jr.? He was going through a very hard time. They seized all his assets, money, froze his account. He was the biggest exporter and importer of petroleum in the whole of Nigeria. All that came down. He said he had to release everything to the people he was owing money and everything. But he said he would never forget that his wife said to him, keep an apartment. That was all he kept. They took some of his cars. He kept the apartment. If I'm correct, I think the apartment was in Abuja. So he kept collecting rent from that apartment. That was how he was surviving. Today, his story has changed. Don't let that circumstance change you from seeing what you should see. That's why you need a revelation. So in your mind of mind, you think you've lost all. That's not true. My pastor in Houston will always tell me, if God is to perform a miracle, he performs a miracle with what left. Not what the devil took what's left and I'm happy to announce to you this morning if the devil takes anything away from you the mere fact that it was customized for you it's already a problem for the devil that's why I advise people to use iPhone 
you use any other phone aside from iPhone, they will flash and delete everything right in your presence. But with an iPhone, you enter my password more than three or six times and the phone locks. That's the end. Many of the times you have to contact Apple to open that phone. And Apple will ask you for the email that you used to register the Apple ID. My Apple ID is customized. It's my name. It's my password. So you take my miracle, it can't work for you. So you're having sleepless night because the devil took what God gave to you. It's already the devil's problem. And with the way it works, the devil can only keep it for a while. He's the same person that will bring it back to you. I'm telling you the realistic truth. Whatever he took from you that is yours, he will bring it back. Ah, pastor, the devil took a lot from me, but he has not brought it back. I'll tell you why. It's because you changed your association. Sit down. All of you keep hearing this popular stuff. I already told myself, I said, I must include it in my sermon. In fact, I wanted to make it one of the themes for one of this Sunday. Emilokon. If Emilokon went to go and join another party, there is nothing like Emilokon. Go and check the origin of that party, APC. Started from the days of Aulo. Came down to hate. I think that was where I got to know it better. I don't know the previous party it was before. I think it was NMP or something like that. Huh? XDP or something like that. Yeah. So they moved down to AD. AD moved down to ADC or AC. AC moved down to AC. Now AC now moved down to APC. It's the same party with the same set of people. That's why he came out and said, Milokon, because he has been serving everybody for giving everybody his bat right. Gave Bwari's bat right. Gave Washibaji's bat right. Gave everybody. And do you know the rest of that man is speaking the truth? He gave all of them. 25 years. It's not a joke. He wanted to go for third term in Lagos. They did not allow him. He gave it to Fashola. Fashola to did his own. He wanted to give it to his son. Fashola said no. Give it to somebody. For somebody. Give it to some Olu. Now from some Olu, only God knows who is next. Maybe it's Emilokon. <laughs> Amen. So when he came out to say Emilokon, you see, he's not becoming president because he has one better plan like that. Emilokon. You cannot write the history of Nigeria. He's not comfortable with where his name is. He wants his name to be included. If somebody cracked the joke that if they swear in him today and he dies the next day, he's the president. That's why he planted all his people in strategic places. So in, it is, it's been his bat right. Go and check old pictures of newspapers. He's been behind all the frontliners. Hoping that one day they'll pick him as vice president, they'll pick him as senate president. He was in the senate. He wanted to become senate president. But he could not. So he's like, ah, at this age. Social media says 70. That man and my grandma must be competing. I'm telling you. That's why I can't find his national primary certificate. Amen. Trust me. So when he comes out to say, it's my turn. He knows what he's talking about. So if the blessing and the miracle has your name on it, 
Let the devil take it to Kapancha. He will bring it back. Yes, sir. He will bring it back. The only reason why they will not bring it back is if your address has changed. If your address has what? Has changed. When your eyes is open, your strategies are defined. Revelation is the function of the Holy Spirit. Elijah did not scream. He did not fidget. He did not look for friends that would corrupt his, his thought process. Rather, he switched to prayers. Because let me be honest with you. Go back to that scripture. Let me be honest with you. If it was only Elijah's eyes that was open, they will capture him. They will capture him. How do I know this? God forbid bad thing. Ham robbers come into this place and they try to sack everywhere. They are looking for pastor, Pitoms. But guess what? Pitoms is hiding behind this place. If a fool in that place says, he's behind there. Have they not caught it? So the best I can do is that before I jump here, I'll tell you, shh, don't tell anybody I'm here. So when they ask, where's Peter? He didn't come to church today. He's not in that preacher. He's Mr. Toby that preached today. He said, ah, are you sure? Peter is not here. His car is downstairs. No, it's not him. The car just brought his wife. He's not in church. Peter is on sabbatical. He has gone for like two months. Okay. When is he coming back? He's coming back in December. Okay, we'll come back in December. So once they go out, I will just come out and say, Eshio. But if we don't agree, that's why it says, can two work together? Except what? Except they agree. If there is no agreement between you and your miracle, it will not come to you. Some people are saying, my destiny is great, but they have not agreed with their destiny. So your heights needs to open. Because in your own mind of mind, you are thinking that civil engineering is my destiny. But God is looking at you and saying, you are a gospel musician. I'm telling you the truth. You are back up for Dunsi on Yekon. That's your destiny. But you are like, never. In our household, we are all lawyers. And like one prayer, somebody prayed. He said, may your helper of destiny not die before you locate them. Because if the helper of your destiny is uh, somebody that is doing something and you don't catch up with the person, what that an appointed time, Abby? If the person died, that's the end. That's the end. So your eyes need to open. They asked Bishop David Abioye, they said, what's your destiny? He said, my destiny is to follow the man, Bishop David Abioye. If you had not followed that man, he would not be where he is today. God, open my eyes. I'm sure he must have prayed that prayer and the Lord opened his eyes and said, this is the man to follow. Go and check out all the men that followed Paul. They did not go through hard times. All the men that followed Paul. It was Paul that was chopping the thing for them. That's why I advise every single person in this place, have good mentors, have good fathers. Not father that I want to collect from you, but father that you want to go and meet and tap something from. Because they expose you to certain things that they could have done. And many of the times they've done it wrong. So they are telling you the right way to go about it. Bishop David Redepo said, he said, you are buying a book from someone who is successful and you ask his age, he's 75. And he's telling you how he got to where he was at age 75. He said, no, that book will not help you. 
go and buy the one where it was the H where you are right now. So that will help you. You don't have, you don't have spiritual father. You don't have mentor. I'm the mentor of myself. I inspire myself. I motivate myself. Self-motivator. Can't. Even Jesus did not know what will happen at the cross. He had to consult with Moses and Elijah at the Mount of Transfiguration. And I'm sure those ones told him, Ajaya, Ajayo, that was what they were telling him. That's what they were telling him. So I don't, I don't, I don't need anybody. This is for me alone. Can't. You can't. Now I support those who advises young pastors to get married when they want to get into ministry. And what's the reason? It's because no matter how anointed you are, you can't have the full capacity for ministry. I'm being honest with you. I'm being honest with you. I felt I could run this whole thing by myself. But trust me. Trust me. When I see my wife tell them, it's time to pray. 6 a.m. It's time to pray. So, so a.m. I looked at myself and I'm like, it cannot be me calling for this kind of meeting. <laughs> Never. Me, 6 a.m. to come and pray. What are we praying for? Because to pray is not the challenge. The challenge is when you are not praying. You are doing la ba ka ba ka ba sha ba la ba 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 The person beside you, 6 a.m. <laughs> so you are not the one tapping, babe. Brushing up, pray. Can we just do Ojumomo? Let everybody have, let us all sleep. Wake up. Yeah, let's pray. But my wife, 6 a.m. She's ready by 5.30. Sometimes they are here. After they've gone for evangelism, they still gather and pray. Me. Gather you and pray. After, no. I'm looking for errors. Fix that. <laughs> Fix that AC. Fix that stuff. Fix that stuff because it's God's house. I want excellence and perfection. My wife is not seeing the cutting, but she's energizing people in the Holy Ghost. But me, even while you are praying, I'm picking, come fix that cutting because I put myself in the position of God. Sit down, I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable just walking around and I see that things are in disorder. So imagine I'm the only one. I'm the geo general superintendent. I'm the pastor's wife. I'm the father and mother in Israel. I'm telling you the truth. So that now I accept. Get married. Because the truth of the matter is that marriage is complimentary. You think you have it all until you see somebody else display what you don't have. I'm telling you. Sometimes my wife is on the bed. I just start hearing, Mama, Mama, shut up. The first thing that comes to my mind is, What happened? <laughs> Not that I don't speak in tongues, I do speak in tongues. In fact, a part of me says I speak more than she does. But if I'm speaking in tongues, like I'm, I'm specific. She can be tapping her phone. I'm like, Baby, what happened? She's like, Nothing. I'm just speaking in tongues. 
I said to myself, thank God I did not marry a second version of Tomoa. We will be terrible inside the house. Terrible. Number two, you need a press report. You need what? A press report. The sight of every mountain tends to be scary, but the only response to mountains is celebration. The only response. Anytime you have a miracle, do you cry? Let's communicate. Anytime you have a miracle, do you cry? No. Anytime the Lord heals you of something, do you cry? No. Even if you shed tears, they call it what? Tears of joy. So when I'm seeing mountains, rather than for me to complain, let me celebrate. Behind every challenge, there's a celebration. challenges in your life as a sound that they bow to that's why the scripture says at the mention of the name of what Jesus every knee if you read that scripture it didn't say at the mention of the name of Jesus that knee will bow that's the reason why the Bible says every knee you know why I said that because what you are seeing is asthma there could be something behind the asthma what you're seeing is leprosy there could be something behind the leprosy what you're seeing is a failed marriage there could be something behind the failed marriage so when it says every need it means both what you are seeing and what's behind it that's why it didn't say at the mention of the name of Jesus that name was bad because your own issue right now is that thing the Spirit of the Lord is seen beyond that thing. So once you mention and attack it with the name of Jesus. Now the name of Jesus is not a prayer point. That's one thing that you, we need to erase in church. The name of Jesus is what? It's not a prayer point. The name of Jesus is a testimony. He said, for I've given you a name that is far above every word, every other name. That name is a testimony card. It's your testimony card. That name is your inheritance. That name is your reward. That name is your joker card. That's the name you mentioned. You should not abuse the name. Don't be buying corn by the road and you hit it in your mouth and it's always say Jesus. No, don't do that. Don't abuse the name. Engage the affairs of your life with all measures of positivity. I want to advise you in this house. I want to plead with you. Stay off every bracket and association of negativity. If there is something you have subscribed to that is all sort of negativity, unfollow, unsubscribe from it. That's what is killing us. That's what is killing us. profess good pictures into reality that your parents marriage is not working does not equate that your own marriage will not work does not equate profess good pictures into reality say what you want to see when your words are seasoned with good things then your season will be beautified 
So if your seasons are funny, check the words you said. You wake up in the morning and your friend asks you, ah, please borrow me money. I'm broke. That's why you're broke. That's why you're broke. I think it was from the CEO I heard that she that there's someone uh, in her life that anytime she has a person, do you have this? The next thing the person says, I have in abundance. Come on. What will your five years look like? Uh, on God, Lawa. What does God have to do with your five years? No, tell me, what does he have to do with your five years? He says, I've placed before you life and death. Choose one. If he has anointed you and you go and stay in the barrack, how would the anointing work? You plant your tent beside prostitution and you want to be casting out demons. Are you a fool? The anointing will not work now. It won't work. God says, I've ordained you to be a prophet for this nation. And you move to Canada. And you say, God is not with you. He can't be with you. Because he's waiting for you here in Nigeria. It's the truth. They asked one man of God, why have you never traveled out to as powerful as you are? He said, God has not sent me there. Some of you will go to where God did not send you. And you are saying, God has left you. Why won't you, why won't you leave you? You leave someone in a place and you want to do it. God is not a waka waka. Everywhere I go, Jesus follows me. No, it's not true. Stop singing that song. It's not true. You are walking towards death. Jesus will follow you. How many times do you want him to die? You are intentionally walking the path of death and you say Jesus will follow you. Ah. If I'm Jesus, I look at you and say, Oh boy, wow. Can't kill me the second time. That's why I say I place before you life and death. Choose one. Choose one. Let me close with this. Life is not fixed. What did I say? Life is not fixed. Life is the way you see it. Life is what? The way you see it. The same circumstances that make some people poor is where some people get wealth from. Believe you me, if I knew Corona was coming and I was in Nigeria, I would have containers of masks. And I'll be supplying people. Give me a month. I'll buy plots of land. The same corona. In fact, you already know my testimony. The same period of corona was where people made their biggest money. If you are in my shoes, please raise up your hand. Like that was when you made money. Any lie you threw, it was working. Any lie. I knew those that were throwing lies. We have nothing since money. The market is closed. You wire money to them. Send money to them. Mommy, they said I have corona, that I need to change my lungs. How much? 250,000. They will send it to you. Who wants you to die of corona? In fact, that was when I knew a lot of churches went broke. Because they kept giving and giving. Giving with the intention that, ah, ah, corona, ah, ah, lower by we, two weeks, you should be gone. Ah, corona surprised us, one month. Ah, ah, what was going on? Two months. 
Do you know some people that were doing giveaway? They started from 50k, went down to 80, 20, went down to 10, 10, went down to 5. All of a sudden, they say, follow this 10 account to collect 2k. On top, how much? Life is not fixed. Life is the way you see it. The same circumstances that will make somebody poor is the same circumstances where you can make your wealth from. Same circumstances. One business in this Nigeria that I felt that nobody will ever patronize that it is a business that if you are the owner, you are more than likely to go bankrupt. I realized that that business is booming in Lagos. If I tell you the business, maybe you are about to go and start one too. Votes business in Lagos is big money. Rich men are not buying where they want to be buried. My grandmother just bought one in Ibadan here where she wants to be buried. I didn't ask how much is it. But in Lagos, I know it costs like almost half a million to buy land. When I was burying my father, we spent over $10,000 to bury that man. Thank God we made the money back. My sister was shocked. My sister had to call me. She was like, Brother Moa, it's expensive to bury that. He didn't, he didn't have a good time. I said, Our father, we'll give all we can. If it's to sell, if it's to do anything, but we'll never borrow. And I'm advising you here you lose any loved one, do never make that mistake of borrowing. In fact, the person will come down from heaven and will come and slap you because you put yourself in unnecessary debt. So my sister said, Brother Moa, we have two options. We can cremate him. I said, Okay, you help me. I'm a pastor. What's cremate? He said, and we'll take him to a place, they'll burn his body and they'll put the hashes inside the vac. So you'll take your own to Nigeria. Me, I'll keep my own. Mommy will keep her own. Our brother will keep. I said, so my daddy's body will not share like. <laughs> so I said, okay, why the cremate? He said, it's cheap. The only thing you are buying is the fire. And you are buying the vax by yourself. And he said, he said, brother, why if you don't have container, I have bottle. So you can put it in a bottle of Coca-Cola, a bottle of Fanta. Because it's just ashes. He said, that's the cheapest barrier. That, that one, you're not spending anything. You only, it's just fire. You'll be standing like this and you'll be burning the body. And you gather the ashes. I said, wow. I said, the other one come. I said, the other one is like about ten to $20,000. I said, okay. I asked my mom. I said, mom, should they burn your husband's body? <laughs> my, my mom is such an ambition. She said, bye-bye, me. <laughs> Is your father, ah, yeah, his child. I know your boys are funny, they have a proverb for everything. Only is your father, whatever you want to do. Ah. I looked at my brother, I said, Damn it, should we born? Send me out, trade the wheel. I cannot be carrying unnecessary stuff. I said, okay, then let's bury votes business in Lagos. People are buying plots of land, designing it well, so you just go there, buy your home, you can buy four plots, as big as your body is. Amen? Yeah. But guess what? One prayer point in this place that can change this place. Say, everybody, stand up. Let's rebuke the spirit of death. People will tear clothes. I rebuke it. I rebuke the spirit of death. It will not happen. No member of my family will die. Who will die? Everybody is running away from death. For my wife does not, 
even like me playing around with those words. She doesn't like. She's like, I reject it. So I look at her and say, We we'll go there one day. People like us, I'm not scared. The only thing I just ponder about in my head is if God can just give us an opportunity to see what our barrier will look like. But it's not possible. You watch it from heaven. Life is not hard. What did I say? Behind that mountain, there's a miracle. Amen? Behind that mountain, there's a what? That's a miracle. Revelation has the power to change you before your circumstance. Revelation has what? It has the power to change you before your circumstance. Let's see Acts 20, 32. Acts 20, 32. It says, Now I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which can do what? Build you up and give you what? An inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Inspiration is the key to revelation. What did I say? Inspiration is key. When you tap into the right inspiration, you'll get the right revelation. Maintain relationships that will keep you inspired. It's not everybody that you delete. It's not everybody that you embrace. Filter. Have good people around you that will inspire you so that you can get the right revelation. So when people are seeing negativity, when they are seeing hard times in the battle, you are seeing a place where you can blues on. Maintain the space of constant inspiration. What did I say? Maintain the space of constant inspiration. And the Lord said to Abraham, when he parted ways with Lot. So the issue was not Abraham. The issue was what? Was Lot. You want your mountains to turn to miracles. Get the right revelation. Pathways from Lot. Erase that negative thought process around you. Ah, I don't want to do big things so that they will not attack me. That's why you're on that spot. This thing is not for me. How do you know it's not for you? How do you know? friend of mine will say I would, I would love to marry a girl that 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 her father is rich that's if she's the only daughter and i went for marriage counseling with my wife the pastor looked at me and said why are you trying to why, why do you want to marry olamide i said i love her i said love is not enough i said sir what does you want to say he said i know you want to marry her because her father is rich i said which father in my mind i was like which father like they're like, yes, the father is rich. I know how rich he is. He's not even based in Nigeria. He's rich. He has land. He has the... I said, sir, that's not my concern. If I told the man straight up, I said, as far as I'm concerned, there are plenty in that family. If they will share the property, I doubt if anything will come to her. So if that's the reason why I'm marrying her, ah, then we are, we are in pepper soup here. And I looked at him. I said, sir, what makes you think that I'm going to have my own money? 
I said, I'm going to America. I'm going to Lolo. I just said, I have my money. I'll take care of him. So you are looking for fine Bobo because he is using Lexus. Do you know the car that will come after Lexus? What if that Lexus has accident on Lagos Iban Express Road? Then he falls back to bike. What will happen? Not be realistic. Marry a man that has vision. They keep saying it. They've been saying it since when we're young. And it's the truth. Marry a man that has what? That has vision. Marry a man that knows where he's going. He might not understand it, but he knows where he's going. If I tell you that I understand my vision and my destiny, I'll be lying to you. But I just know that this is where I'm going to. Where are you going to, Pitons? I want to raise nation giants. I want to raise people that can walk in any space of life and be a great influence to people. Ask Pastor Debo, what's your vision? I want to take as many as possible with me to heaven. Because he knows that's where he's going to. So I'll marry him. He has masters. Who masters is helping? There are a lot of taxi drivers in London with PhD. I'm telling you the truth. The current president of Nigeria, Isha did not go to school. And he's our president. Then you, you are going about carrying masters. Are you joking? Don't talk to me any. I'm a master. That's even if it's a good school. <laughs> carrying, carrying masters of Ambrose Ali University, and you are saying masters. Your mates went to you are uni like you are saying. Went to Osu, you are saying, I'm a master. Don't let me, don't let me mention your school. <laughs> I'm masters in Bizarre. I'm masters, economical management. What are you managing? Maintain the right space where God can always reveal things to you. That's what you need. That's all you need. And your mountains will change to miracles. Be on your feet this morning. That was a prayer we prayed at a home training. And that's what I'm going to make you pray this morning. And I advise them at a home training. Don't let the prayer stop here. Anywhere you find yourself, you're on top of a bike, you are eating, you are sleeping, you are whatever you're doing. Maintain the culture of that prayer. And it's just a very simple prayer. Go and say, Father, open my eyes. Go ahead and pray. If you really want your eyes to open, you won't pray the way you are praying. Open my eyes. Where people are seeing downtimes, let me see opportunities. Where people are seeing difficulties, let me see ease. Where people are seeing failure, let me see success. Open my eyes.
open my eyes open my eyes open my eyes that's what you need open my eyes Open my eyes. Open my eyes. In Jesus' name, we pray. We believe you have been blessed by this audio podcast, and we never like to close without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you say this prayer with me? Dear Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart today, and I am making you the Lord of my life. Amen. Congrats. You are now a child of God. Thank you for listening and downloading Tamiwa Oluen Podcast. We want to take over nations for Christ. Partner with us today by visiting www.heavennation.org forward slash donate. Kindly subscribe to get update of new messages and share with your friends and families. We love you and we celebrate you.